two in the Heisman balloting last year, the backup quarterback now. So Danucci taking a look at the pictures. And Zerline to kick off Jason Huntley back to receive for the Eagles. Carson Wentz, 2016, the overall number two pick behind Jared Goff. So he has 10 TDs. He's thrown 10 interceptions, tied with Kirk Cousins for the most coming into the weekend. Interestingly, Wentz in each of the last three seasons has only thrown seven picks. So off to a rough start, but playing much better of late, and he's really been hot late in the game. He proved against the Giants 10 days ago when they beat New York at the end. Good news for him is the Cowboys only have one interception all season. And only three takeaways on minus 13 on the give-take scale. Boston Scott is the running back. And here is Boston Scott in the absence of Miles Sanders. And Scott, who was the big hero in that Giants game, catching the winning touchdown pass with a 20-yard gallop here on their first play. It's almost unbelievable how bad the Dallas Cowboys have been against the run. I mean, you know, these are professional athletes that have done a good job in the past. Their defensive coordinator, Mike Nolan, has had success in the past. But over the course of this season, it has just been a mystery for them to stop the run. They have been historically bad through seven weeks. for the records you never want to set from the 44-yard line. After Scott, look out, and Wentz will go down. That's Demarcus Lawrence, and Michelle talked about him at the top and how angry he was, and there he is saying, okay, I'm going to start off with a sack here. Well, Demarcus Lawrence, one of the great players, and Jordan Mailata now is switched over to play the right tackle, which he has not been replacing Lane Johnson, and he just gets beat with a quick inside move. And if they don't give Mailata some help over there on one of the great players in the league, it is going to be a very long night. Nine-yard sack, second down and 19. with the ball coming loose and Dallas has it so Wentz escapes at first rolls to his left keeps his eyes downfield and then the ball comes out and Wentz who's fumbled more than anybody in the league since he came in in 2016 coughs it up here this is a horrible play by Carson Wentz and sometimes he has been doing this too much He's making wild plays in the hopes of making something special happen because he doesn't have much around him. But you simply cannot, especially outside the pocket, not just take that ball and throw it out of bounds and live to play again. Too much. He's just doing too much. You know, we, we, we had a conversation with Doug Peterson about it. He made a wild throw across the field last week. He's got to stop doing that. Only the fourth takeaway of the season, one pick, and three fumble recoveries, and that gives Danucci the ball with Elliott behind him at the 25-yard line. Zeke cuts it back, good run. 11-yard 
gain and a first down at the 14-yard line. T.J. Edwards stops him. Let's go back to the fumble just for one moment here. You're going to see as Wentz scrambles out here to his left, take a look down the field. When he gets out there, there is literally nobody there. There's nobody on his side. So once you get out there and you go, uh-oh, I scrambled the wrong way, there's nobody over here, it's easy. You don't take the hit, you don't do anything. Just toss it out of bounds. Let's go get him on the next down. Good throw to the outside. Here's Gallup. And Gallup will take it to the eight-yard line. Avante Maddox stops him there. But halfway through the opening quarter, good start for Dallas, up 3-0, and deep in Eagle territory. Doug Gibson, who, of course, will live in Philadelphia law forever. That's what happens when you win the town's only Super Bowl, which he did a couple of years ago. Fifth season here. Mandel loves to go for it on fourth down, but right now he's looking at his defense, trying to hold him to a field goal at worst. Second down and four. There we go. Now you got Danucci going outside. You got Elliott's going to take the snap here. Zeke looking for room. And he's going to power close to a first down to the four-yard line. Second time that they lined up with Elliott in the Wildcat. Well, effectively, all you're trying to do is just add another blocker here. There's no reason for the quarterback to get in the way. And the Dallas Cowboys offensive line now, I think they're helping themselves. A week ago, they were trying to do a lot of stretch plays. Yeah, because somebody's got to guard them, right? No matter what you do, somebody has to sit out there and act like they're worried about Danucci as a wide receiver. Good start for Elliott already averaging six yards a carry. And now he gets taken down in the backfield. Javon Hargrave reached that perfectly. It'll be second down and goal after a loss of three. Yeah, here's one of the problems the Cowboys have been having, though, are on some of these reach blocks over there. And it happened to them again, just split it right down the gap. And so neither of these teams really have been very successful stop and run, but they, some big plays like that, certainly going to help. who has started three of four through the air for 31 yards. Ghost motion here. Danucci look out from behind, and he gets taken down at the 17. That ball is out as well. And it's Brandon Graham who comes into the game third in the league in sacks, and he has another. And that's a turnover. So Danucci from the, the other side, looking left. Graham comes in from the right, and Philadelphia gets the ball back, leading the Cowboys. Cowboys on top, 3-0. Smith 
the linebackers with Jalen as the leading tackler. And then the guys in the secondary, Diggs is a rookie. And he's been burned a lot, but uh, Mike McCarthy is talking about him the other day in very glowing terms in terms of the future that he thinks he has. Meanwhile, on second down and four, he got a first down and a lot more for Boston Scott, who gets forced out of bounds in Cowboy territory at about the 44-yard line. It's just bizarre. Here's Nate Herbert, and he's a good player. He's 330 pounds. It makes a nice block on Hamilton here. Jalen Smith's going to come out. But they just are giving up, like, 10-yard gash runs time after time, game after game. And it's dropped here. Backside screen for Clement. Now the backup running back can't handle it with three and a half to go in the quarter. It'll be second down and 10. The Cowboy defense, highest in the NFL through 17 since back in 1973. Of course, they, they changed defensive coordinators. Rod Marinelli had been there now, the defensive line coach with the Raiders, and they brought in Mike Nolan, who's been around a long time. Yeah, well, I'll give you a little explanation of what it used to be, how they played defense, and maybe part of what they're not doing now. the explanation well, you know with rod marinelli they did one of two things either they would shoot the gap with their defensive line and the offensive lineman would have to jump over and then their linebackers would be protected right or they would just they, they, they just simply would stunt and and flash across their face and those linebackers are still protected on the back side right now there are teams that just continually get up to that next layer and I think it's part of the reason they made the move on Don Terry Poe just so they could simply have somebody that knew Houston what they were doing in Antoine Woods. Defense number 54. Jerome Boger. Five yard penalty. Result that one on, on Jalen Smith. That'll be a first time. You think part of it too is I mean you had no, no preseason games and you know a of crazy course. COVID you know a training camp and Nolan could he couldn't uh, institute what he wanted to do the way you normally could do it. I mean, you're doing a hardcore shift to the left with no training camp and no offseason to install it. Of course, the teams that were playing ordinarily had the advantage, and we've seen it throughout the course of the year. From the 31 yard line to the outside. Cowboys are able to surround Boston Scott. Second down, we check in with Michelle. Well, this week the Cowboys defense talked about a reset. Demarcus Lawrence told me we have to clear our minds from last year. It's a totally different defense and a new defensive style, which some of us haven't played before. The first couple of games were really hard. New guys, new system, COVID, and very little one-on-one -on -one time. But the old way of playing won't work. Now it's one day at a time, Al. Well, for, for Mike Nolan, of course, he's trying to figure out how he can implement what he wants to do on the fly. We're already halfway through the season. Second down and 14 right now, a four-man rush, and Wentz will fire down the sideline, caught on the run, and taken out of bounds inside the five is Travis Fulgham. And what a story this kid has become. He's with Detroit, spent four days with Green Bay this summer. They picked him up, and he's been tremendous. Watch the release here. He's going to slowly come off 
and rocked back Diggs on his heels. He, he just stayed on it so long and was so patient. By the time that Diggs was trying to turn and go run with him, he was in a bad position. He was back on his heels, and that's why Fulgham was able to take advantage. We'll get into Fulgham a little bit more as we go along. Meanwhile, you got Jalen Hurts is going to take the snap with Scott behind him. So the backup quarterback is taking a few snap fifth season and get a flag with, I think, a delay here. So he comes into the game, the play clock had run out. Delay of game. Offense, number two, five-yard penalty, still first down. So Hertz comes into the game. You know, when, he, when they drafted him, you thought, well, maybe he would be a lot like Taysom Hill, the way Peyton uses him in New Orleans. Not yet. One of the problems when you try and use those packages is you're not anticipating that 30-yard pass play, and so you're not really ready to go, and by the time you get out there, now you're late on the play. Now you're back on the sideline. And Wentz is back in there on the first down and goal, back at the eight-yard line. Wentz throws caught, and then stepping out of bounds is Boston Scott at the two-yard line. Wilson covering on the play. The final minute of the first quarter, it's second down and goal. Interesting. The ball came out, but it, it looked like he had it and just punched it out when he went out of bounds. So I think that's the right call. Well, that was some catch that Boston Scott made to beat the Giants, wasn't it? First touchdown he ever had received. At 5-6, that position on the defender. Once able to lock it, once said that was not the play call. That was a, a secondary receiver we were looking at at that point. He turned out to win the game. That's going to be caught, and does he break the plane? Rager, yes, he does. Touchdown, Philadelphia. So the rookie who's been out since week two, full of thumb ligaments, gives the Eagles the lead. I think he got it across right here. Yeah, he crossed the plane right there. It may not have been with the reach. But I thought right there the ball is going to cross the plane. Remember, only the front part of the football has to touch that white line, and I think it did. Mm -hmm. and probably did it afterwards, too. Two seconds left in the quarter as Philadelphia takes the lead. Good drive. They went 83 yards in 10 plays after the takeaway. Brandon Graham sacked fumble was huge. I mean, it just, Dallas seemed to have all the momentum early in this thing, and that was brutal. Each team with a turnover. Now, Elliott comes in for the extra point. seconds remaining in the opening quarter. 7-3 Eagles and we're back in 30 seconds. 